What is up, everybody? Thanks for making that call. This is the Dynasty 401. I'm your host, Robert Iams. Along with me is Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Geek Mill, a.k.a. the Fantasy Futurist. Feeling great at a wedding in Brockport, New York, if anybody's familiar. And uh, just uh, hanging out you know, a little bit hey, before I'm the wedding starts. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. You watch it. You watch you know, it. You know, I seen that video of a guy. Uh, he was in New York, and he was making. It's supposed to be a funny video, right? And yeah. he's uh, he, he. This lady walks past him. He's like, "Hey, I'm walking here." And she turns around. She's like, "Hey, we don't say that around here. You know, you don't do that. We don't do that here. Don't do that. That's not oh, funny." Wow. Oh, and he's wow. All like, "Whoa, whoa!" He's like, "Hey, I'm sorry." He's like, "I was just." I was just being funny, and she, you know, it's just a joke. She's like, "No, we don't joke." He's like, "Oh, wow, okay." He's like, hey, welcome to New York, huh? Dang, dang. So I probably wouldn't be saying, watch it where you yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll try to be very polite, I guess. Yeah, damn. Take <laughs> that walk. Can in. you watch where you're walking, sir? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Can you please not walk in my direction? No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Yo, get out of here. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Walking is serious in New York, y'all. So be careful. <laughs> you know, it's not serious in New York, obviously. It's football because those mm. Giants got whooped. No, I'm just kidding. That was that was a good game, a back-and-forth game. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a recap on Thursday night's game, get a little mm. news in here today, mm. and get you guys just prepared for tomorrow's on-slate of games. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Thursday night was a classic, another classic, another banger this season. I'm enjoying these, you know, primetime games. They have not disappointed so far. Not at all. Uh, so, you know, you had everything you want. That late game turnover by Ta- uh, Taylor Haneke, you know, just the drama of that 55-yard kick by uh, Daniel Carlson. It was electric. That game was great. I watched every minute. Yeah, I I enjoyed I, – well, it was the last uh, – I think it was the last two minutes I ended up passing out. Uh, oh, no. Asleep. So oh, I, no. I missed the very ending, but I, I watched the whole thing up until that point, and it was just back and forth, back and forth. Um, I did notice a couple things that you know looked good to me was Saquon Barkley. He actually looked pretty decent. Yeah, he only had uh, 13 carries for 57 yards and two receptions for 12 yards. Um, but for him to come back off of, like he was saying, another game you know, just five days ago, um, and for us to see this kind of output, especially against Washington, is a good showing. Um, I'm not saying that Saquon's about to be, you know, an elite RB, but he's he's going to start to pick it up. So um, if you're looking to get a wide receiver or not wide receiver, running back, I say Saquon Barkley is a good time to buy right now. Yeah, uh, he's a perfect uh, buy low, buy the tilt, buy the from the manager that's tilting option surely for the rest of the season, especially in dynasty. And it was very impressive. As you mentioned, he looked good. You didn't feel like you started him and you were kind of disappointed. You didn't feel that way is what I'm saying. You know, you got to nine, maybe 10 points. Okay. But if eight, eight at the base, but that 41 yard or 44, 41 yard uh, run was amazing. He looked like 2018 uh, Saquon Barkley. He's also the guest picker on College Game Day this morning, y'all. Just make sure go back and watch that College Game Day Saquon Barkley. But he looks good. It's very encouraging 
encouraging for fantasy managers to see that type of output. And I think they're just going to slowly just get him into that role. Uh, and in the meantime, Danny Dimes is just going to run it for him. Yeah. Um, Daniel Jones, he didn't look too terrible uh, this week. He, you know. No, he looked great. But yeah, two, two rushing touchdowns. That's, I, I'm down with uh, Let's get One rushing touchdown. I thought he had two. No, just one. He he uh, had a uh, throwing touchdown though. Okay. Uh, anyway, I I but nine carries for ninety five yards. That's that's really what I'm good. talking about. That's what I'm talking about right there, y'all. That is that upside. I mean, he's no slouch of an athlete, obviously. But what we what we saw is that they're not afraid to tease that threat of Barkley and just let Daniel Jones pull it. And just go with it, you know. And it worked. They kept falling for it. It was just like, so, uh, yeah, I, I was really encouraged by that. And then also, my boy, he's future approved. Sterling Shepard. Look great. Now's Amazing. the time to buy Galladay. I'm sure and, the oh, yes, owners yes, are yes, freaking yes. out. Um, I'm sure if you sent them, heck, you probably could send KJ Wright. Um, Yo. Uh, or, yeah. Marquette, Marquez Callaway. Yeah, Marquez Callaway their way and like a second round pick and you could get Kenny Galladay. Um, really? He's he's I actually had an offer sent my way of Sterling Shepard and Galladay um to for me to send them Darrell Henderson and I passed on that one. Sent oh, sure. out a counter Surely. offer. But um Sterling Shepard though, I if you have him, he's looking good. He he mm-hmm. really is looking good. Um, and this has now been four straight games. He didn't quite, <clears throat> he didn't quite hit the hundred yard mark, but he did get ninety four reception yards. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is four straight games of ten targets and you know almost a hundred yards and a touchdown. So you can't I, beat that. I'd say he's he's solid. He's definitely um, doing what he needs to be doing, and I would make a move for him if you need a wide receiver. And he his name doesn't have a whole lot of value. Like he's got value, fantasy value, but it's not like a Calvin Ridley or, uh, you know, uh, Mike Williams even. Yeah, even Mike Williams. Yeah, so, as like polarizing as that name is, you know, like no one's going after him being like, oh my gosh, Sterling Shepard, that's sexy. Oh, it's know? Terry McLaurin. <laughs> yes. Um, but if you have Terry McLaurin though, looking at the opposite side of the ball, he's yes. definitely looking good. And uh, Taylor Heineke, I think he actually—I think he's legit. I think I, he's. I'm, I'm going to be kid. like a Gardner, a Gardner Minshew kind of like vibe, you know, where he's just got this swagger that nobody's kind of. Some people are just doubting him, but from what I'm hearing, is he's a man there. Everybody on the team believes in him, and I mean, we saw it Thursday night that. You know, this guy is actually pretty serious. So if you're needing a quarterback, um, I would definitely check your waivers for sure. He might still be out there. Uh, check for J.D. McKissick. He might be out there. I picked him up in a couple leagues. Um, but Taylor Heineke, I would make a move for him as well if you're in a super flex and, you know, you're kind of looking at a bad spot. I don't see why you couldn't get him in a trade. No, I, he's a great. I if he didn't go on a lot of your waivers this week in super flex leagues, two QB leagues, and you're really desperate and you saved a lot of value, you have like Jared Goff and maybe like Kirk Cousins. You know, putting in a claim to drop a receiver to get Taylor Heineke if he's still available is just smart. You know, he's 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 an athlete. We saw some a little bit of 
the fact that he can kind of do those types of things and go on the run. He's going to deliver. Terry McLaurin had a monster game. He delivered for you fantasy managers. That was what we needed to see because Terry just does. He just Terry McLaurin just does it with any quarterback. But and obviously you saw the J.D. McKissick usage, and that's going to only become more of a thing when he starts dumping in the ball off to him a little bit more too. And uh, but very encouraging to see from Taylor Heineke. I I'm rooting for this this kid actually i mean i was actually just heavily like heart sunk disappointed when he threw that interception towards the end yeah that was i i think i might have seen i don't think i've seen that one um but i did see a bunch of you know bouncing around of a bunch of penalty flags that was for sure yes too many but it is it is the beginning of the season so i guess they're trying to work things out i don't know (laughs) I guess. I mean, it just does. It's it's week two. Let's just let's just put it up to that. You know what I mean? All right, guys. Let's get into some news out there. Josh Jacobs is not um, slated to play this week. He's injured. Yes. Hey, um, Robbie. But, one yeah. quick thing though, before we get into uh, Jacobs, because that's really inter- that's really important for sure. But look, Antonio Gibson, will you? Are you? T- yes feel like you're tilting a little bit on him because I, what you didn't see was late in the game when he threw that interception they're using him on the ground they were you know they were chose to pass instead of using using uh, Antonio Gibson on the ground and getting right. him those extra carries and you know who knows he breaks those and gets you another like 45 yards sometimes you know what I mean like that's not that, that's not shabby he, he could have been that 22 point game of set yeah McKissick. yes and that, I get it. He got the McKissick got the touchdown. I'm totally not even worried about that. I'm more worried about the fact that Riverboat. Let's go, Ron. What are you doing here? I know all the reports were saying that Gibson was um, going to be in that CMC type role. Yeah. Um, honestly, think it was just how the game ended yeah, up sure. playing Surely. out. Surely, um, towards the end, I know it was high tension. You know, everybody they're trying to get the win in. You know, yeah, um, I, which. I I think McKissick was just the one who was out there and they just, I don't know, they had to do what was the hot hand yeah. at the time kind yeah. of thing. And I, I don't think it's any knock to Gibson, but I'm not worried. Okay. Um, but this is two, you know, straight games of Gibson not having that massive points that were, you know, we drafted him for and expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, just- I give it a little time. It's just fantasy Twitter went immediately after I'm like, where is this CMC usage that we were all talking about, you know, kind of thing. And I'm just like, come on, people, let's just wait. Hold, you know, that's when I watch games with Steeler games with my family or friends and something bad happens and, you know, everybody freaks out. I'm just like, hey, just wait. Just wait. Hold, hold steady. During that 11 and 0 run last year, just wait. You know, Super Bowl wins, just wait. And that's all you got to do with Antonio Gibson. Just wait, see what happens with him. Uh, would you? Two more weeks, I would say. You know, uh, I've tried to look up his schedule here because I really am interested in that. And then I'll let you get on to um, Jacobs. But you know, just just the whole pack. I mean, stay he's 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 RB nine right now on the season, mm-hmm. um, and he's still averaging you know about five yards a carry. Um, next week he does have Buffalo. Then he has Atlanta, 
mm-hmm. New Orleans and Kansas City, Green Bay, Denver, and then they have a bye week nine. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I mean, he's going to be in those game scripts because he can catch the ball too. Uh, so I don't. I'm not worried. I would though go to. I would make some offers for him, like DeAndre Swift for him, maybe, or like or Jamal Williams in a pick, like in a very high pick. Something like that, if you really want to try to get him real low on someone that's probably tilting and maybe Owen one at this point. Yeah. We we all know the one in our leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue, Jacobs. So Jacobs is out, um, but it's reported that Peyton Barber is set to uh, handle some of the lead back duties. We all know Kenyon Drake was is there, and that was kind of who I was expecting to step up and take that spot, but he won't be going into that lead back role. Um, And this is on Gruden's comments who talked up Peyton Barber at Friday's press conference. There's a good chance Drake still leads the Raiders. Um, If I would have to put my bet on it, I would say um, it'd be Drake, but Mm -hmm. right now it's, you know, Barber looks like to be the lead guy. It does it does and I, but I I'm gonna say that that's name only, as yeah. as the uh, the famous one the 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 magnificent one Goat Rush one, we don't spell it we say it around here, uh, would say, uh, put some respect on him, you know he's gonna he's he's amazing you know he's gonna he's gonna do well so yeah I I, I agree with you Robbie. Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell are listed as questionable against the Rams. Um, this is not looking good, Colts. What are we doing, Colts? Come on. Um, but I, if you have Carson Wentz, I, I'm already, I have him in a good amount of leagues. I'm looking to tilt off of him this week. I need to see more from the Colts. I did finally get a chance to watch the Colts game, um, and it, they actually did not look as bad as what the stats say they did. I just feel like they just weren't. They, they are making some good plays. Carson Wentz was making some good throws. Um, obviously, Zach Pascal got those mm-hmm, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor was getting work in. So, I mean, I think they just got beat. I don't think it was essentially that the Colts looked bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do know that their offensive line is, you know, a little bit of a struggle. But, I mean, the Colts always figure it out. They always uh, get it done. So, mm-hmm. just give it a little time, and I think they're going to turn it around here. Yeah, Seattle's a good team, real good team, and that was hard for them to, you know. So my thinking is their yeah. defense. I think that Seattle's defense might be back. Man. A little bit. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna see. I'm. I'm gonna take a look at that. Uh, see if what Seattle can do here, and if they can post some back-to-back really big wins. They. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. You know, and just rostering that defense. I'm sure it surely may be on like shorter ten-team leagues. It could be on the on the waivers or out there. So yeah, I'd stream them. Uh, Mark uh, Marquise Brown is questionable uh, for week two against the Chiefs. Are you tilting or looking at Sammy Watkins as an option this week? The only option for the Ravens that I will look at seriously and without desperation is Mark Andrews. That's it. He's he's my wide receiver to adoption receiving option. I mean, um, unless they start involving one of these backs in a very different type of way, because they're going to use all of these running backs. If I'm in a deep league and I have Sammy Watkins and I need a flex play or like Josh Jacobs is out or Will Fuller, 
went, you know, went unexpectedly out this week uh, with a personal issue. And that happened. And I'm like, dang it. I really don't have this third flex spot. I'll throw Sam Watkins in there just to see. Because they're going to have to throw in this game to keep up with Kansas City anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they're just, I was just looking at their injury report uh, this morning. And it's like Humphrey, I think it's an offensive tackle. And then you got Brown and Devin DuVarnay. All, I mean, serious like issue issues, and on top of their already running, you know, running back issues, IR issues. I hate to see it as a Steelers fan. <laughs> just... Well, Steelers will be all right. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, listen, we got the Raiders here, and let me go back to that real quick because I can't do my man like that goat rush one. I messed up that whole like thought I was going to put on you. Anyway, goat rush one, what he would say. In regards to Peyton Barber, he is the starter in name only. In name only. There you go. Kenyon Drake, going to get that work. The Steelers are going to – it's not going to be like, a, uh, as you said, Molly Womp, uh, I don't think. I don't think it's going to be like, you know, a blowout home thing. But they're going to play well at home. And we know the skew for Big Ben at home and away and the home opener and all that, blah, blah, blah. But uh, – Kenyon Drake, man. I mean, they didn't bring him there. They didn't pay him for nothing. And I'm just saying that he's a name only. Peyton Barber. Don't don't believe the hype. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not buying it either. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I want to throw out. Go ahead. No, I was. That's it. I want to throw out some early week three waiver wire pickups, guys that you should. Ooh. If you have some spots on your bench, um, some guys. You Robbie, should pick it up sounds now. like you've been looking into the future a little bit. Have you been doing oh. that? Oh, dude, I kind of look in the future all the time. I just, I, I don't like to share because that's your thing, man. You're the future. Well, okay, I'm just saying. Like, like if, we're, if we're at the same kind of like, you know, I mean, we are a fan, stop. bro. So we got, we got some, we got some connections here. We I do. see the future. Yeah, um, right. Let's, let's look in at the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. Some of these guys that might be uh, interesting for you to pick up now is James White. Um, uh-huh. Looking at what he did last week, he had seven targets, six receptions for 49 yards. Um, I definitely could see an uptick in his usage. Uh, there was a little bit of the fumbles from Harris and Stevenson, uh-huh. not saying that they're going to get in the doghouse, but James White has always been that trusty guy for Bill um, to be that running back reliable guy. Uh-huh. And Mac Jones is a rookie quarterback and he they like to dump off you know these little dump offs so uh just look at your waiver wire james white might be out there he could get an uptick in what um his work is he could get a little shift back and put harris you know stevenson back a little bit in a spot and be like hey you know white go out there and show these boys absolutely i totally agree uh i actually picked him up and then immediately started him this week uh, in very maybe like one or two leagues, you know, but he was out there and I saw that he was trending like continuously trending up on sleeper, the you know, the app that I choose to use. But I was like, yeah, you know what? The brass has already kind of said that they're gonna see what their backs have. Um, yeah, Damian Harris with their his fumble issue, Ramondre still is getting his feet a little bit. I still am very interested in Ramondre Stevenson. This is what I'm doing this game. Oh yeah, watching, of course. Watching Ramon J. Stevenson. That's that's what I'm doing this game because I know what Damian Harris is. You know, from the better part, I guess. 
but I know also know what James White is, and he's reliable. He's a reliable source, a reliable um, flex PPR option that we all know that. So, yeah, if you really are in that pinch, deep league for sure. Doesn't matter dynasty, whatever. Go get him. Yeah, he can. He can. He can help you win a week for sure. Another beat the waiver wire guys. Cole Beasley. He might still be out there on your mm-hmm. waiver wire. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, he is 32 years old, but last week he saw 13 targets, caught eight of them for 60 yards. Um, you know, if you need, I mean, here in a little bit, in a couple weeks, buys are going to be coming through, and he's solid. It's not like he has, you know, every once in a while kind of games. He's going to be consistent. There is, um, man, I'm forgetting. There is no John Brown. Yes, there's Emmanuel Sanders, but Cole mm. Beasley, he's been the one that's there. You know, and Stephon Diggs. So, mm-hmm. if you need a wide receiver, um, check out Cole Beasley. I mean, he'll get you, you know, ten to fifteen points. That's still good, especially also, for you deep leagues. Yes, I totally agree with this, Robbie. As much as it chagrins me, and I want to moan every time I put him into a lineup, Cole Beasley is starting in some of my leagues. I haven't like gone out of my way to pick him up or anything or traded for him, but this is the he's we're going to see his value here this week for this game. He's a he's a great start this week. And he's a good beat the waiver wire for sure pickup, like um, right before game time type of, well, well, tonight or something like that, if you can get it tomorrow. Yeah, that's a nice, like, really beat the, right before games, beat the clock. Also, Gabriel Davis seems to have drawn a um, questionable tag for this game coming up, too. So, hey, who knows? You know what I mean? Open up some more targets for Beasley. There you go. Uh, if you don't want to go the older route with these past two options, I got another younger option for you. Hunter Renfro with the Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. Ever since college, he he has, yeah, he's a smaller guy, uh, but he's quick, but he has really good, really good hands. Um, this goes back to college as well. But this last week, he saw nine targets, caught six of them for 70 yards. And he wasn't like uh, Edwards. Um, just at the last end of the game where he's getting all these targets to get the game done. Um, Hunter Renfro was actually consistent throughout the whole game getting targets. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are looking for another wide receiver, Hunter Renfro will be out there. He got 13 points last week. Um, he did only see 55% um, snap percentage, but that could always go up. I mean, if the coaching staff sees what we're seeing here where he's being consistent, you might as well go after him. And he was getting targeted 11 yards down the field. So these aren't just little dump-offs. They're, you know, cars looking for him. I love it. Yeah. Uh, he, he did that last year. He sneaks in there last, like, uh, in various points. So you want to hear something really spicy for that, that Raiders game, Steelers-Raiders? Let's hear it. The t- there is a receiver on the Raiders that's going to sneak into the top 15 this week. It's not Brian Edwards. It's Henry Ruggs. Okay. He is, he's going to get the work for because Derek Carr is going to throw the ball. They're going to throw it. Josh Jacobs, see ya. Now, this is a, this is a passing first full-blown offense if they weren't already. You know what I mean? Bruton already said this week he's <laughs> – Darren Waller's the best player he's ever coached, and he's going to continue to look for him. If that doesn't give you a uh, fantasy um, excitement um, feeling, I didn't want to go too <laughs> too deep there this early in the morning. But anyway, that is, I'm hyped for Darren Waller shares. But they're going to throw during this game a lot. 
Henry Ruggs can beat defenses. He got usage in the last game, late in the game. I know it didn't come till the fourth quarter, and it was an overtime where he actually gained his a little bit of value. But Henry Ruggs is, can beat the Steelers' defense DBs for sure, and the Steelers are prone to give the, those types of uh, touchdowns, especially late in garbage time games. Yeah, most definitely. So um, that's that's my take. I want to get a defense out there that I've been picking up. You guys might want to go check them out. It's the Seattle Seahawks going up against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, we saw last week Arizona just destroy the Titans. Mm. Um, it, it could be very possible that Arizona – here's the two things. Arizona's defense is upgraded to the max or – the Tennessee Titans offensive line is trash now Mm -hmm. um, and they can't get anything done. So, I mean, we saw what Seattle was doing. They're holding the Colts down, making them, you know, run through the running backs. Derrick Henry. I mean, he does catch the ball in the backfield, but he's not like a Neam Hines type. Um, So it's possible Seattle could bottle up the Titans. Um, I do expect Henry to have a good game, but, if you need a dart throw defense, I'm picking up Seattle Seahawks. I like it. I like it. They, uh, Tennessee, then Minnesota, then San Francisco, then the Rams divisional, then Pittsburgh. They don't have a bye for a hot second. And, well, till week nine. So, and they have some matches there where there's going to be a lot of passing and a potential for a lot of interceptions. So, like, IDP, you already have him on your squad, but Jamal Adams, like, that's going to be so big for them. Bobby Wagner, oh, my God, I'd love, love, love to have Bobby Wagner during those coming weeks. But, yeah, I like it. I like it. And, you know, we already have a little bit of love already for the Arizona defense, so, too. Um, that was one, as you mentioned, took the top off of uh, Tennessee last week. So, they, uh, yeah, I like them, too. If you're needing a kicker out there, uh, here's a good one for you. Tristan Vizacchioni. Viz, ah, man, I'm messing that up. It's an Italian last name, I can tell. Okay. Um, but he's the kicker for the Chargers. If you need a kicker, he, they're going up against Dallas. So this could be a good game where the Chargers might need to kick uh, quite a bit of field goals to stay in this game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's going to be – this is going to be a back-and-forth game. It's going to be fun. I wonder what the over-under is. I'm going to have to look that up in, one, in a second. But uh, I believe it's – I'm looking at this name too now. Tristan Vizcayano. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like Italian, like maybe, possibly. Sorry, I apologize. If Let's just call him weird. Vinny. Let's say Vid, Vinny. Hey. Hey, I'm kicking here. Hey, there you go. <laughs> cool i love those i love i love love the fact that you are already in week three love it you know that you, you gotta know. stay on top of the game man got to we're not winning this thing we're, it's week to week guys adjust 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 that's what you do and when you pick, get notes like this these you know just tuck them away somewhere i literally take a note in my phone sometimes and you listen to podcasts like the dynasty 411 and that's what that's what uh you know, and then, you know, you happen to fall into another fantasy podcast with this boring dude on the Fantasy Futures podcast. And then you right. learn some more stuff. Yeah, the Fantasy Futures. You guys got to go check that out, too. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm really glad that you're doing that. 
I have one week three, but he's already in my week two lineup uh, bench right now, and that's Cedric Wilson. Uh, I know he already got a lot of like news and everything, but we'll see what he has here in regards to the share, the the, the share of uh, targets that the Dallas Cowboys are going to be throwing out there. We already, I, you know, already said this Chargers Dallas game is going to be back and forth. Dak looks amazing already. And we saw what CD lamb and Cooper already got, you know, and those aren't, those games aren't going to be all the time for, for them. You know, they're going to have to spread the ball around in different ways. I'm not looking at Dalton Schultz or Blake Jarwin as like breakouts. And we know Zeke is what Zeke is and he'll get some targets too, but nothing crazy. Cedric Wilson's going to line up in the slot. I think Tony Pollard lost that opportunity probably in week one. So I'm picking up Cedric Wilson on off waivers, either free agent wise, if he's available in my, how my league is set up or I'm putting in waivers. I put in waivers yesterday for him and they should have all hit today. If then if they didn't, I, I put them in today. So, you know, that's who my week three futures approved player would be to focus on. All right, guys, you heard all these names. You guys go make those moves. Check your waiver wire, check your teams. Um, I look at my teams maybe like, I don't know, twice a day. All, mm-hmm. all 18, 20 of my teams, and mm-hmm. I just double-check the news, check my you know, my players, who I got in my lineup, if I need to make any adjustments. You guys got to make sure you stay on top of those teams, man. We're going to win these leagues this year, and we're going to win some money. We're going to mm-hmm. win those titles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's it for this episode. I just wanted to get you guys news, uh, mm-hmm. Thursday night breakdown, mm-hmm. um, get you early waiver wires before mm-hmm. next week. Get the uh, fantasy futurist approved players here, huh? Yes. Um, and uh, guys, go check out his podcast. Uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter at geek underscore mill. Like I said, he's got the fantasy futurist. He's always on the podcast here on the Dynasty Four Hundred One. We're just mm. making things pop. You guys, uh, yeah, check your waiver yeah. wires. You guys yeah. are gonna win tomorrow. God. If you guys need any last minute questions, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. I'm at the Dynasty 401. I'm always willing to help you out. You also have the uh, Futurist Foundation Discord. You can find the link wherever you listen to the Fantasy Futurist podcast. And shout out to the homie Goat Rush mm-hmm. 1. We don't spell it out here. We say it. Mm-hmm. And make sure you guys check out our Facebook group page. We got people on there asking questions as well. So there might be other people asking the same question as you. So make sure you guys go check it out. Dynasty 401. You guys have a good rest of your week. We'll see you guys on Monday. um, And we'll get you guys some early breakdowns of this week. Mm, Can't wait. Can't wait. Football. Let's go. Let's go. Go go win this week. Go get it. Go get it. All right, guys. Peace out.